I really enjoy the big explosion. In Josh blew away. I like there's two explosions. One for season one and one for season two. <laughs> Is there? Yeah, there's uh, one. It's like one right the- when the song changes over, there's like a little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Wait till season three. It'll be, be like so many explosions. <laughs> yeah. it's, the intro is just going to be one long explosion. <laughs> Tons of them. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that's for season four. <laughs> yeah. All right. Welcome to episode uh, five. Yeah. Season two. Season yes. two. Album the podcast. Giving a little wrap up about the podcast. I haven't done this in a bit. We are album. We're a band mm. from Ohio. Been a band for 13 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. We decided, hey, why not do a stinking podcast? Why not? So now we're doing a podcast. We're just kind of like telling our telling our story. And uh, as we go, we're um, having playing stuff that's like an influence to us. So as we go, you'll learn a little bit about us, yeah. what we like, what we don't like. It's a podcast all about us. It is. That's because, you know, we're just so... You know, egotistical and right right yeah you know, right we just think we're so cool yeah. but uh we've been having like <laughs> we've been showing our influences and um we have let's just do it yeah today we, is a special day it, it is, is a big one special day we have a good good friend of ours uh Andy Conrad is on the show. Andy Conrad is on the fucking podcast. Yep. So I, Jason <clears throat> hit it. Oh, hold on. I'm not ready. Oh, jeez. Come on, dude. Okay. I mean, here we go. Ready. Okay. Welcome, Andy hey, Conrad, Andy. to the hey, show. Hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> did you like that? I did. I you did. weren't expecting that. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed for his ears really quick. <laughs> it, peaks, <laughs> it peaks the phones a bit. <laughs> it, felt, it felt it was spicy. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Got to remember to Got to remember to back off a little bit next time. I'm looking at the bars in Winfield. He he went full on brick, brick mastering. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. Maybe I didn't need to yell right in that. He was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, thanks for coming on to the uh, album, the podcast. Thank, for sure. Thank you guys very much. It's really cool to be on because I, I li- I've like you know been listening the whole times. So you're a fan. I am. I can honestly say that. <laughs> awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And now you're seeing you know, the behind the scenes where we do this podcast, yeah. this, this cave of which we do the podcast. So behind the curtain. It's yeah. really impressive. Behind. Isn't this impressive? I, I actually an, say it is. It's a okay. nice setup. Got pizza, got there coffee. That's the thing. You know, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty all right. It's I mean, pretty all right. And thank you for having me, by the way. You're very Heck, welcome. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Um, What's going on? What are we doing today? Well, um, today we're just going to kind of BS a little bit right now, and okay. then uh, we're going to get in. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, you know, we're going to get in deep. Slow down. And learn a little bit about Andy, and, um, you know, we've known Andy for a long time, and we'll yeah. get into that, but I'm excited to hear his story. I am, too. I am. Uh, yeah. How's everybody doing? Let's have a checkup. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. check in. Uh, Jason, how are you? Oh, I am uh, pretty good. Been been quite busy lately. Just um, working on some music and uh, doing album podcasts and cool. Staying up too late and not getting enough sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Not sleeping. Not sleeping. Yeah. Josh, how are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, had the first Wild Wings practice. Oh, yeah, I saw that. In over a year, yeah. And How'd was, that go? That was a lot of fun. Seeing Kenny and Sam was yeah. very nice. Good. <clears throat> How are they? Good. 
good. Sam learned Spanish. Really? Yeah. Taught himself Spanish. Really? Since yeah. the last time I've seen him? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's what he's that's what he's been doing over the past what, year. What, he learned what, Spanish. What did he did he explain why or give any reason why? He was just like, I just wanted to learn it or something. He's going on a mission trip to Mexico. What? No, he just downloaded. Oh, oh I thought you were serious. <laughs> like, no shit, really? He just wants to order Mexican food. With the Church of Spanish. Satan? Yeah, he, uh, went, he wants to impress his girlfriend at a Mexican restaurant. So he's doing this <laughs> without yeah. her knowing. <laughs> yeah well no no but she'd probably be pretty impressive she, if, if he laid down this pretty, awesome like i think she thinks he's pretty sexy to begin with but if he came at her with the, the latin swamp can he have I mean, like conversational spanish i haven't talked to him okay, okay he didn't he wasn't showing off or anything like I that see. for me i wasn't like so Span- yeah, do it. <laughs> Spanish me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Spanish me. But Spanish then, uh, me. And Kenny, uh, he grew his hair out too. So when we saw each other, we were like, we were both wearing, you know, baseball hats. We were like, whoa, long hair. So that was cool. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, how about you, Winfield? How are you, how are you doing? What are you, what are you up to? I'm good. I did nothing. I finished Star Trek The Next Generation today. Uh, No, I really haven't been doing a whole lot. I'm just Hmm. at home on my days off. Do you still have that job for the FBI, the female body (laughs) inspector? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I I figured. I figured. (laughs) Um, I'm professional at it. In Star Trek. Ladies. (laughs) In Star Trek Next Generation, who's the dude with that, like, really ugly face? (laughs) <laughs> uh, isn't his name like Worf? Gu- the android isn't dude? his name Guar? Worf? The Worf? I think Worf. it's Worf. He has like the yeah. His head, head, his head looks like okay. a cavern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's terrible looking. He looks bad. Do they mention that in the show? Or are they like Worf? Like, what's your deal? Why are you so ugly? Um, or is he just? I'm having a. I'm gonna have a hard it's, time. It's just the species that the dude is, right? Yeah, he's a Klingon. Oh, he's yeah. just different. He's just different. He's oh, just different. Yeah. yeah, no, it's not like he's. <laughs> it's not like he's a burn victim or something. He doesn't look like he doesn't look like Axl Rose. I mean, no, he, he can sing like him though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought maybe that was his background story. Wharf, you know he. Got in a really bad spaceship accident. No. And he got his face all burnt up. And now Doesn't he, he a... look like he's constantly shot in the head? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's like, like the his forehead would feel like a dog's skull. Yeah. Yes. Like it has that like peak. <laughs> a bunch of ridges and yeah, bony protrusions. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's ugly. There's, there's what to a... keep him on the show for so long for? <laughs> I, well, how, uh, huh, that is a good question. I don't know. I, I can't answer these questions that you're posing. To and, me. and there's no Spock on that show. <laughs> <laughs> there is no right. No, no, there is. It's no, like a whole different. I'm not set watching of, it. No, I, yeah, yeah there's no Spock. Well, he does show up. He is in a few episodes. So, but. But they're flying around in the same spaceship. Uh, yes, yeah, sort of. Yes. So do they just like murder Captain Kirk, take over, <laughs> pirate his ship? And no, this is well, it's, this is our show now. It's is, called it's Next like Generation. Years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So is Spock supposed to be the same Spock, or is it like Spock Junior? No, it is the same Spock, and it's still 
Leonard Nimoy, yeah. and he's just he's just Spock. Yeah, he's just older. Yeah, he's just older Spock. Huh. Yeah. Does he have a problem with Worf because he's so ugly? <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. He doesn't have a problem with Worf being so ugly. No. Andy, do you yeah. have a, would you have a problem with Worf because he's so ugly? Would you just see him and be like, dude, the, I, unless, he, unless he's saying patience to you, then I'd be a little bit. He'd be like, Jared. he'd be, you'd be like, you don't, I don't, I don't like the way you look. He'd be like, hey, just have a little patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, I'm done, guys. <laughs> Are you done with the dwarf is ugly yeah. riff? <laughs> yeah, no, well, gonna, that was good though. I'm gonna lay off on <laughs> the riff for a while. Is that is that part of your new stand up routine? Yeah, yeah, I was trying it out on oh, you I guys. Like yeah. I, I like it. I just right, go right. up and tear it's, apart Warp for thirty it's, minutes. It's, I like it. It might be it's a it's thirty years too late. I'm sorry about that, but you know whatever. We could, comedy's whatever. I'll work days. on it. No, it's good. I'll it's good. I need I some it. props, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Andy. How are yeah, you? Yeah. Are you? How's it going? Are you? It's good? going good. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I've just been up to normal stuff, I suppose. Let's see. Um, what constitutes normal stuff? Like when I'm not the working. The listeners don't I'm... know you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Recently, I like went on like a super deep kind of dive in onto a contraption called the Scanimate, which is like an analog motion graphics computer from the late '60s through like the very early '80s. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that yeah, I'm not. I'm not proud of it. But, no, you should be. But why the? F- <clears throat> why the, why no, the no. heck? Like, why the heck I just, I just you... wanted to learn as much as I could on that thing. It's super interesting. What do you, you do know, with it's like, it? Yeah. Like, think about like when you would see like an old logo and it would be rotating and glowing and look like it was made out of gold oh, and then yeah. like stars would fly by and there would be like sparkles and stuff. Oh, like, it's how oh, they okay. did digital effects back in the day kind of thing. Right, right. But it was fully analog. And the machine is like a synthesizer which has, has analog oscillators in it where you will oscillate the video hmm. and create effects out of doing that to the source video and the source image. And So like on your old television broadcast of like We'll, we'll be right back to the Saturday evening movie exactly. here on that's it. NBC or whatever the fuck. Yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah, that, it that's did how all they that, made that stuff. stuff. Yep, okay. yep. Okay. Cool. It always looked like computer graphics, but like, you know, it had that certain not, kind of analog though. glow to it. Mm-hmm. You're like, what is this? Super nerdy. Okay, that's hey. what I was Yeah, that's to. cool. That's, hey, cool. That's interesting. That is cool. You own this machine? No, my goodness. There's like only two um, operating ones left in the world, and there oh, used to okay. only be eight at, at the, the peak of the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Does Worf have the other one? Yeah, he does. They <laughs> one a couple, of them. Yeah, <laughs> actually, the they yeah. did an entire episode Star Trek. They did. Data, yeah, it's they so stole weird. that. Data came in. He interfaced with it. Was he did. Sweet? He did. <laughs> it's totally. That's totally an episode. And Radar came in, and he was like, "Yeah, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> from Mash. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was thinking the guy from Reading Rainbow. <laughs> oh my god what's his name LeVar Burton LeVar Burton like yeah his name on the show is Jordy LaForge that's his name that's on funny. the show on Josh. the show his character's oh, name man. is Jordy LaForge it's not very Star Trek no and he wears cool glasses like that I thought his name would be wear, Radar he's blind oh and those are like viver, vi- oh, okay. his visor well I feel bad now <laughs> to you, there's oh, no. But Levar Burton really isn't blind, by the way. No, no, he can read. Why are we still reading? talking about Star Trek? Yeah, it's the funny next how generation? Josh brought it back. <laughs> he yeah. did. You know Full what, circle, baby? Here's here's the deal. 
I think you should go watch it. I think you'd like the show. Maybe. I, I think you would. Maybe you can give a review it a review of it on album the podcast. That's true. Ah, uh, do you have a particular season episode? <laughs> you gotta start. It's it's sequential. You should oh, watch man. it. From, you gotta watch it from the beginning, dude. You can't just jump in there. He's gotta, like, <laughs> that's too much work. <laughs> it's got a lot. Of, Josh, like, seven seasons of that. Like, like twenty five. Anakin's first. Like before you start. Like <laughs> get nice and sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get nice and sick so you can just fall asleep to it. You just need a little extra umph to get. <laughs> you there yeah. in my opinion to make it through uh, one of those episodes wow and, Hei- and heineken yeah, does the no, trick. I, <laughs> that just yeah that's not a good choice actually <laughs> you remember me oh, oh man. you sure do ozzy well that's a good uh let's How you feel? oh my god oh, man. hey let's throw it to a commercial and then come back let's use a new bumper machine yeah so we oh, got yeah, we yeah. got this new bumper machine yeah but it plays the mu- it plays the music but um someone has to like actually toss do the vocal part okay. so who wants so somebody gets to select the song okay uh um josh you go first yeah, today. Okay. I say josh you have to pick the letters a through h okay and numbers one through five and then do I have to do the thing as well? You have to sing. Okay. Yeah, you have to say... Uh, I have to sing it? Whatever <laughs> whatever somebody would say if they're tossing to a commercial. I, I don't even okay. know, because I always mess oh, them up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, I got okay. what you got. Okay. Okay. So uh, what's your uh, letter? Um, let's go with um, D9. Okay. Okay, go ahead and hit okay. it. <laughs> One through five. Whoa, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> D3. I didn't catch that. D3. The worst of the Mighty Ducks movies. It's the, I hate it. That's not D3. Oh, that was boy. D1. That's D1 at least. Straight out D1, I thought. Straight up. D, yeah, D3. Hey, we just really appreciate you checking out the album, the podcast, and stick around. We'll be right back. Down the heady vibes for all your special smoker supplies. Open from noon to 4:30, Tuesday through Friday. And if the door's locked during business hours, just wait a minute, and I'm probably out back. <laughs> heady vibes, conveniently located right next to the pile of Rocho. <laughs> Everybody, we're back oh, from, hey. album, from the commercial break I there. Just, yeah. I was just getting really into the song, man. Yeah. We'll let it go for a minute. Yeah, man. I love that. This kind of fits in with our last episode. It does. Yeah, it's kind of what, maybe N64? Yeah. All right. Maybe Super Nintendo. If it, has a, it has a Pilot Wings 64-ish type of vibe to it, don't you think? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe more 16 bit Nintendo. Maybe it is. Jason. Still pretty awesome. What song is this? It is, this, it is. this is uh, the heavy metal song. Oh, that's oh. what it's called. <laughs> this, is <laughs> yeah. the, this is the heavy metal yeah. preset. 
It's kind of heavy metal, but it also sounds like Kansas. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's, it's a C4. Oh, this is C4? Oh, this is okay. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. That's a great song. Well, shit. Well, that was, yeah. <laughs> How do you follow yeah. that? Yeah. How do you follow... So Andy, Whoa, hey, yeah, how, back yeah, into the show. It, yeah, back into the show. Andy, um, you know, we've known you. How long have we known you? <sighs> like eleven, probably like eleven years. Yeah, eleven since, years. Well, it was like two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We met summer of oh nine. Okay, yeah. So pushing twelve years now. At, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeez. At album the party. It yeah. was. It was. Uh, I remember Joe Shelby, our good friend. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like Andy. You got to come down. He's like probably like I know you. It's hard to get you out of the house, but you you need to come down see these guys, meet these guys. It's gonna be a fun party. You'll have fun. So I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Because I was seeing album flyers, like you know, um, toward the end of Superbird, I would see flyers for album, and I was like, okay. album. Uh, I'm seeing the band album. Okay. Okay. Well, so then I came to that party, and then yeah, yeah, then I met you pretty quickly, and I'm like, wow, that's he's real nice. I like that dude a lot. <laughs> anyway, then I progressed, and it was a really fun time. But then you guys were in the garage before you were playing, listening to music. I'm like, these guys, they're playing <clears throat> the Sleep Holy Mountain and Danzig first record, and I'm like, Phew. yeah, I got like. I, I should know who these guys are. We're pretty hip dudes. Dude. I, well, th- you know, I'm not saying that that was like super. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far with that. No, I just I don't know where I'm going. Well, we no, are, I, uh, no. I well, I mean, you know, we're both in Columbiana County. So yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. And because uh, yep. you would hear people like when you're in bands, you would hear dudes in other towns that were playing in bands and stuff like that. True. But then when you guys started to play, I was like, whoa. I wasn't expecting that. And it was mm. like, these guys kind of remind me of Black Sabbath and Grand Funk Railroad. And yeah. 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 That was a big, uh, big that, party. That was at, a big uh, party. Yeah. That was a at big party. At Josh and I's parents' house. <laughs> that, that's but don't tell them. Don't yeah. tell them we said that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. one time I said to your mom, like something like that part. There was a part. Uh, 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 yeah. Did you really do that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, there's probably about 50 people there, which is. Very short of how many there was. So, oh my god, I there felt were. Dumb. It was okay. They don't listen to. They this, never dude. brought it. No, they never brought. <laughs> okay, it. but they don't listen no, to. They this don't blog. know what a podcast is. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I really. <laughs> someone's gonna hear this. This will be, be the like, first one they hey, check out. <laughs> uh, yeah, like hey, I know our probably... cousin Austin listens, and if he tells them, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not. No, but anyway. But anyways, no, yeah, I that was then. Yeah, that whole night, and it was extremely fun party. I Joe left. Uh, you know, before that, I think I drove separately. I had to have, and then I hung out as long as I could. And then the next time I saw you guys was at like, um, it was at a show that you guys were doing at Farmer Casey's Ranch at the Purple oh, okay. Cat. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, and then like, then I hung out with you a little bit, Jason, and okay. then I, that Winfield. I think like you and I got to talk a little bit that time, and yeah. and Josh, and then we were talking and stuff, and mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. That was the way I got to be. become friends with these boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, geez, I mean, after that, honestly, it was like just hung out. Yeah, I mean, it we felt just started like we already knew out. each yeah. other. You know? Yeah. And we would have like, you know, mutual hangouts up at Joe and Lori's, you know. Oh, and yeah. That was a lot of fun. And oh, going yeah. to their after shows. And yeah. Stuff, a lot. Good old table hanging. Yeah, table hanging. Yeah, that was Did a fun time. A lot of that. What, uh, well, it, so here's the deal. We're from Columbiana County. You're from Columbiana Yo. County, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're a Columbiana kid, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, 
That's weird. Why? I don't know. You migrated up to Youngstown and started kicking around there a lot. Yeah. At some point. Absolutely. That happened. And I remember your brother mentioned that he kind of associated me with the Poland guys. He did, guys. yeah. And that makes sense because by that time, I would have been like hanging out with Shane Wagner, you know, mm-hmm. my one best friend, Shane. And, mm-hmm. and then Alex Taco was in <clears throat> that that band too, like um, Hood Face it was. There was a punk band and then... Then it was monolith, and then that would have been then, and that was total Poland. Okay. So that made When sense. was that? Do you remember? That would have been like 93. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How old were you? Boy, I can't do Maybe 20, 21-ish. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's exciting meeting other people from Columbiana County, like, because we didn't know what was going on before right. our time, you know. Yeah. And there was never a whole lot going on. You kind of would know, like... Uh, who there was, so that's why when there was this mysterious band album, I'm like, who are these guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's um, let's kind of trek back a little bit and learn a little bit about Andy, and yeah. we just kind of want to know, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> crack open the body. Yeah. Like, what was something that you remember as probably, a, I would assume, a younger kid that you heard it or saw a movie or something that really kind of made you want to start learning to play an instrument or be involved in music and even, uh, say, perf- perform, because that's a whole different level of yeah, music. Yeah, It would have been like... There was an incident like... It was like the song Rock of Ages, you know, Def Leppard's Rock Yes, of Ages. I know that song. When it came out, I was a kid, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, I love those guitars. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta play music. This would have been when that song actually did come out, so that was back in the early 80s. Yeah. Well, my parents got me an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Not, you know, that's not even close to an electric guitar. Yeah. And I did not <laughs> stick with it very long. Really? <laughs> yeah. My sister was much better than I was on it, so it really made me not want to stick right. with it. Right. Yeah, so then nice. I'm like, I got to do that. Well, then some time went by, and I would twiddle with acoustic guitar and stuff like that, but then... What would ha- what happened was like when I moved back from Wisconsin to Ohio, mm-hmm. I met my friend Brian Bacon, who's a brilliant musician, such a good songwriter, the best keyboard player I ever met. And even back when we were in sixth grade, he was a fantastic musician. He could write and he could play, and it was like so. I'm like, I like to make music, and he's like, Well, yeah, I make I play keyboards and I write songs, and so we started. We had our like first band, you know, it was like two dudes in yeah. middle school, oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and I really really liked doing that. And then eventually Brian moved away to Poland, and then I heard that he started a band with these other dudes, which Shane Wagner was involved with. Okay. And I'm then I'm like, at that point, I was like, I, I'm buying a bass, I have to play bass guitar and get in a band, and that's what I'm going to do, because I got to. I have no choice now. Yeah. So that was like in uh, middle, middle school, you said? The middle school or, was like when Brian and I were writing our like you know kids yeah. songs and his songs were really actually good. I have hours of that stuff and we wrote oh, a lot yeah. of it. Yeah, that's awesome. But then, yeah, then then it was it wasn't until Brian Bacon moved back to Poland. Then I was and then I <clears throat> heard he was you know playing in a band and I heard the band they were called Mean Red Linus and it was really good. It was like punky but it was real. It just was good for the time. I don't really know how else to describe it. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how it started. I got a bass guitar, and uh, just I'm like, I gotta learn how to play this. I had a lesson, some lessons at school. I, Ken Cooper actually gave me some bass lessons back when I was okay. a kid, and then it just went from there. Yeah. So Big Red Line, you joined Big Red Linus. Mean Red Linus? No, I did. Sorry, sorry. But what I did is I got up to speed on bass guitar quick enough to where like me and my buddy 
Ed Fleeson and my friend Bob Burbick. We we're in high school at this point, and mm -hmm. we started a band. Oh yeah. Okay. So this is your first band. First band, yeah. And it was we called it Macabre. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, anyway, we quickly found out. Of course, there's a ton of other bands named Macabre. Yeah. Well. So we changed it to Puppet Face, and that is the first. Yeah. <laughs> Puppet Face. Yeah. That's a good one. Well, you know, there was no internet. You didn't know. I mean, yeah. you had How to pick. How are you supposed to know? Macabre. You know. Eventually, we saw it at a music store or something. So. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Puppet Face was like this Ed Fleeson, who was the drummer in Puppet Face, and my dear, dear friend, he would make this really irritating looking face, and we would call it a Puppet Face. So we just named the band Puppet Face. <laughs> That's awesome. So that was me, Ed Fleeson, and Bob Burbick. And then we got a vocalist, and that would have been a guy named Steve Berkey. And that would have been like 1989, I suppose. And Steve Berkey was from North Jackson. And somehow, back then, it was like you knew. All the other punks and skaters and yeah. other schools, you just somehow you knew those guys, everyone. So you would end up, you could get singers and musicians from other towns and stuff. So mm -hmm. that's how we did that. Hmm. Hmm. And that was Puppet Face. First show we played was in 1989. Josh or Jason, I believe that, yeah, that first track is actually. Yeah, I have a Puppet okay. Face song uh, oh, cool. called uh, Backstab. Yeah, yeah, it was. No, it was kind of like, you know, punk, hardcore. We. You know, what you oh, do with your live? first band. Yeah, this is live. This is from your first show? This is from the very first show I ever played in my life. Here. Wow, wow. Is it the Grange Hall in Canfield? Hey, okay. yeah. Josh and I played there <laughs> okay. uh, many years, you know, years later. Okay. Bob Rubick on guitar. You were on bass. I was on bass. You were doing no vocals, by the way. No vocals you yet. Had a, yes, okay. that is correct. Oh, this is awesome. Were there a lot of people at this show? There was a lot of people, and I'll tell you why. Because, like, we had a whole bunch of people from Kent, Ohio, come down to see this show. Oh, okay. It was you, you, back in the day, you would do that, too. There would be people who would travel, like, from Kent to come see a show, or sure. you would go to Kent to see a show. With yeah, a yeah. And then, so we were opening for a band called The Februaries, which was a big band back then. That They, they played, like, alternative, good alternative music. But I was real good friends with those guys in that band. I would, like, shoot video for them and do stuff like that. Okay. Um, so I, he let us open for them. And yeah. That's a nice That's a nice first show. That's a nice place. That's, like, a big stage, yeah. like, a high up that stage and stuff cool. on there. Were you yeah. allowed to use the basement? I did not see the basement. The basement, when we played, it was, like, we used as a backstage kind of... Oh, really? Area, Was that the yeah. Rydells? Yeah. Sweet, okay. I actually dropped the Marshall cab down the steps and <laughs> broke, broke the handle on it. Oh, yeah, I remember the handle just snapped off in his hand. That sucks. So, uh, what were some other genres of music being played at maybe guys your age? Yeah. Playing, you know, when you guys are doing this music, Puppet Face. Yeah. What else was kind of going on? That was like... The Februarys was like the the big band that would like get a big draw at Cedars, but then there were other bands like that came a little bit before this, like the band Sacred Hate was just kind of almost oh, wrapping yeah. up around that point. That was a really important band to everybody around the area. They were like, you know, they knew what they were doing, and we would go to the Penguin Pub before we were old enough to get in there. We would like stand outside and listen to them because they couldn't get in. But and that was that was like um. You know, Danny Banzak was in that on vocals. Bryn Zellers was a drummer in that band, my good friend. So there was that, and that was kind of wrapping up. Then there was other bands, like, I remember that I liked a lot, like Gutter Snipes. That was a little before, though. Yeah. Sarge was in that band, if you know Sarge. 
Okay, he's a legendary dude. He's a sweet dude. I'm trying to think who else. It's kind of hard to remember that oh, sometimes. Yeah. A band called Scarlet Picnic was like around at that point. Um, Were there any other bands in your high school? That's the thing, no. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah, so that was it. Well, no, there were older kids. That, that was one of the things that made me ever want to play was like, these older kids had this band, and my dad would let them practice in a church basement. Oh, okay. They were called Sasquatch, and they they'd play like Metallica and Slayer, and they had their original songs too. And Ken Cooper was in that band. He played guitar, and he was he was really good. And and that that band was super cool. I would go watch them practice. And that, that I'm, I, then I was also like, you know what? That was right before I started to play bass too. And I'm like, yeah. I got to get in on the ground level. And like, bass is probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry that'd if that was boring. That'd be probably pretty. <laughs> no, it wasn't boring <laughs> at pretty all. Cool it was interesting. As a, pretty cool as a kid, you know, this hard rock band playing in the church basement. You know, they were metal. They were metal. I mean, they were metal. You could okay. say they were metal. Yeah. yeah, and the church people didn't like it. Eventually, they weren't allowed to do it anymore. Right, My right. dad was always like, you know, like wanted to like the youth was. He was like, you know, a pastor and mm-hmm. and wanted to be like help out the youth. And even if they were like, you know, those hoodlum kids. At least they had somewhere safe to yeah, 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 say, yeah, keep yeah, them exactly. off the streets. Man. Yeah, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Let's see. What else we got here, Winfield? What else do what we else have we here? Ask? Well, I was wondering, you know, you say, uh, you say, Andy, you claim. No, I'm kidding. Um, what were what were your musical influences? I mean, what were you listening to at the time? Uh, you were going to see shows, but what did you like musically as a as a younger person? Like right before I started I mean, to yeah, play we, bass and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, you. I mean, obviously, I mean, we could say this, and I can confirm it because one time I was over at Vix, and you guys were like. <laughs> putting on Def Leppard records. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this shit's so good. And I remember being like, yeah, it's Def Leppard. <laughs> so, <laughs> you like Def Leppard. I mean, I, I, I didn't actively... You love Def right. Leppard. I mean, yeah, but I didn't actively, like, totally listen to it all the time. Me and my buddy would drive around listening to that one winter, so I have a heavy association... Of that... Of that second era of Def Leppard. Why are you making me say that? <laughs> <laughs> Look what you made but, him admit. No, wait, but but, but I also really liked. I re- loved Beastie Boys, like License to Ill, and mm-hmm. I loved um, okay. Run DMC, Raising Hell. I think that, that album and, and that first Public Enemy album. I was listening to like a lot of that, mm-hmm. and then what happened was my friend kind of started getting a punk, and you know that's real contagious once you hear it and you're a oh, young yes. person for is. sure. Yeah, and then I remember the song One came out by Metallica, yeah. and that was a huge thing i'm like wow i i think i really like metal i love these guitars crunching like that and that's just some something about this i think i like i think i like metal and then my one ed fleason my friend who i was talking about who was the drummer and puppet face and okay. later to be the drummer and dissenter you know his older brother sam like was the gatekeeper to all this amazing really obscure heavy death metal. metal stuff not heavy metal sam liked death metal and then the, ed's brother paul liked heavy metal so i was exposed to both sides i didn't like heavy metal very much in fact i would get irritated every time like I would the hear. like the dos yeah the yeah. maiden sound yeah, yeah you but didn't I like death stuff. metal ed's brother was like you like metallica there's heavier stuff than that guitars go like this they go the same <laughs> but there's heavier than that i'm like really what is that and he played me like obituary in the band death and uh oh wow stuff like that okay. I was like, whoa yeah those good so That's pretty hardcore shit 
I got into that very quickly. I was going to say that's pretty that's pretty early. Yeah, getting into that music. Really. Yeah, but at the I guess a lot of that was just kind of coming out at the, like a obituary probably being around for a little bit. It was really right when it was all coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What the, it yeah. had to have been fairly new, fresh ideas. It was, it was. So I was like playing bass, and I love playing like you know punk stuff, like Misfits and other stuff. But mm-hmm. then. Once we came to the band Misled Truth, which Puppet Face kind of evolved into the band Misled Truth. Sorry, once again, if I'm boring. Oh, no way, man. No, no, no. Okay, and... and More info. (laughs) I'm going to play the Misled Truth while while you uh, talk. Sweet. Yeah. So that was was Ed Fleeson, once again, on drums. That was me on bass guitar. And um, our older friend, Jeff Ritterspaugh, who is this really sweet guitar player. He played like Carrie King in the style of Carrie King, but his own thing, and it was great. And then Steve Berkey was on vocals, who was in Puppet Face, but eventually we got a different vocalist, and that was Nate Offerdahl. Oh, yeah. So he yeah. came... Oh, is, did, is this some of the stuff you posted on Instagram Just that one a day? little clip that yeah, one time. I, I yeah, I remember listening to it. Yeah. Like, this is pretty cool, man. Okay. So that's what this is, so yeah. This, so this is Nate right here? Yes. So that was Misled Truth. And me and Ed, like, knew we wanted to get heavier, and we knew we wanted to become... We wanted to make death metal. We just straight up did. Yeah. Okay. Jeff Riggerspaugh loved thrash metal, you know, and heavy metal. So we could only drag him so far, and he was so good, too. Yeah. It was like... But eventually, what happened was... I, I forget, too. For some reason, Nate... Um, then he wasn't in the band, and then Rob Eckley was our vocalist. Now, any of you guys ever hear of yeah, Rob Eckley? He I was know, an East I, Palestine punk kid. Yeah. Yeah, he was my f- good friend at the time. I haven't seen him in many, many years. So then that was still, like, misled truth. Well, it all fell apart. Me and Ed are like, I knew I had to play guitar in order to continue with anything. Yeah. <laughs> so I just forced, learned guitar as quick as I could and <laughs> faked my way through it, learning death metal stuff. Yeah. That's a good way to jump in the yeah, fastest music you could play. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do a very good job, so but we tried. But Misled Truth was cool. One time we played at our high school, like for our senior show. Did you guys ever do that in high school? You could do like a a thing if you were into things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did we you were, guys ever do it? Play in a band? Yeah, yeah. we were able to. We were able to do like fun nights. I think okay. they were called on Friday. Oh yeah, fun night. nights. I remember yeah. going to fun nights. <laughs> and, and sometimes you played fun nights. Yeah, that yeah. I went to. It'd yeah. be like the band plays like right when the football game's over. All the students, if you want, you could go and do the school and watch a band play. Yeah. Instead of like a sock hop or something. Did you yeah. guys? Did you guys do that? Any of the bands that you were in? Yeah, uh, Rydells and I think it was just Rydell's. probably just them. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I, th- I think I remember the Wounded Hunters got CD sitting right there. I think they might have did one too. Yep. Oh, those those guys are your friends. Not, not friends. I they were just a, like kind of acquaintances okay, at the time. Cool. They were a couple years older than us in in high school, and they just kind of were local. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the, the one dude's from I think one or two from Beaver local, and uh, the other guys are from Chester. Chester. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chester. Chester, West yes, Virginia. Chester, West Virginia. So sorry. No. So Miss, <laughs> you're still in high school at this point with Misled Truth. Yeah. 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 So that would have been like really right toward the end of it, though, like 1991-ish. Okay. Okay. And then, but things move so fast when you're young, you know, you change bands and like, when you guys think back on it, it didn't feel like it was a couple years, but it was really like maybe a year would have went by and... 
in like yeah, yeah. Like with the early yeah. early bands. It just stuff. seems yeah. like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what kind of places were you were you playing? There was we would do the thing where like we played at like some place in Niles. Um, I don't remember. It was a bar, but it was like an all ages show still somehow. Or maybe I have that wrong. Maybe it wasn't a bar, but it kind of looked like it. But it was a, it was a fun venue, um, and it was a good show. And but other shows like it didn't last long enough to do a ton of shows with that band. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And then yeah, that basically fell apart, and then all the other bands came after that. Nice. Right. Well, so that's the early, that's the early yes. Andy formative period. So after Misled Truth, which seems to be kind of the high watermark of a particular era here, did you change your approach to this or did you reassess what you were wanting out of the experience of playing music and, and being a performing artist? Because it seems like you you kind of ran a course with this type of stuff at that point. Or, or did you just stick to the formula and continue to try to do death metal b- bands? Greetings! This is Josh of Album the Band and Album the Podcast. And on behalf of Album, I want to give a big thanks to all of you for supporting Album and listening to the podcast. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. Please rate, review, subscribe, and comment on the platform of your choosing. For more information about Album the Band, such as audio, video, merchandise, and social media links, go to albumtheband.com. And remember, album spelled backwards is good time, party yeah! Before we get too deep into this party, I just want to thank the hard hats here at Key Steel for letting us use their place of business and a special thanks to my brother for giving me my first Dragon record because he hated it. And to my mom and dad for letting me play it as loud as I wanted to. All right, let's get back into our conversation with Andy Conrad. Yeah, well, are some like misled truth ended and... Like I said, we no longer had a guitar player, so I knew I had so to So you had guitar. to learn it, yeah. But then at the same time, like I graduated high school, and God bless my mother, she got me for high school graduation, my Tascam 488. Oh. And it was an, you know, an eight-track cassette multi-track recorder. Mm. And I knew at that point that like, I'm like, I want to get involved with recording music, and yeah. I want to uh. make music. So it just it started at that point. I'm like, okay, so guitar isn't is a big part of that. Me and Ed are going to start a band. It's just going to be me and him. That way we know that we can just get this recorded. We know Mm -hmm. what we want to do. And that became Dissenter. And we did the first demo of Dissenter is what that was. And then that wasn't that good, to be honest with you. We were both still kind of learning it. I'm glad that one's really not out there on the internet. Like learning how to, <laughs> like learning how to use the equipment, the, the task. And, and to and play just, brutal riffs and to make, yeah, make it yeah. sound like it's not it was corny you, or something. It was just you two guys? Just, yeah, us two. So I would do bass guitar too and okay. do vocals as well. Ed would do drums. But then we recorded the second Dissenter demo, which was called crematory consecration in 1992 and that was during the tape trading days back in the days before the internet like dudes you would like go to wild rags magazine you would turn to the back and would you you would see guys that wanted to tape trade with you and you would send them stuff you would dub stuff off them maybe your original stuff and send it off and you know you'd usually everyone that did that was cool they send you stuff back and you would build collections that way and yeah. 
as bands, you could get yourselves known through tape trading and through this magazine called Wild Rags, and that's kind of what happened with Dissenter. Huh. Nice. I'm going to play the Dissenter song. Okay, yeah. cool. I like, I like the Dissenter stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And then that, en- that ended up going up on YouTube. A couple different people put that up. Like Ken's Death Metal Crypt is like, um, it's up there. You know, I never put that up because... I just, I'm not proud of the cover. I just got to say, if anyone goes to check it out. Oh, the dissenter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, what is it? Uh, is it real bloody and gross? I was 19. I wanted to piss off as many people as I could, especially like <laughs> older people and normies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> so is this what I'm playing now, like one of the first recordings you did on the... Uh, the eight track you got yeah. for graduating? Yeah, this is after I kind of figured out how to record it, how to do what, you know, with what mm-hmm. bad mics and equipment I had. Oh, but yeah. I did have an ART multi-verb alpha, which was an effects processor. And it, I was able to do cool stuff that, like, probably other people doing home recordings might not be able to do. Mm-hmm. It was not as good as an Eventide or an Eventide, rather, but, like, it was a good effects processor. And you're hearing a lot on there, those pitch effects. Okay. And so was, did you did you go into the learning how to record and, and do that type of stuff just by I mean did you take did you take courses in high school? I mean, did you know anything about it? Or did you teach yourself everything? Just read the fucking manuals and a lot of experimentation, but I had an older friend named Ed Millich. He was this really good bass player from a, another another band. We're talking about contemporary bands, and so well, there was a band called Bloodbath from Austin Town, and Ed Millich was a bass player in that band, and they were like a really good like thrash metal band. It was fun. Well, he he like showed me that like, he's like, yeah, you can record at home. You get this and you get this. You're gonna need a compressor. Here's a good microphone. This mic that I'm using. He was the guy. Yeah, yeah. That okay, you just talking about that. Yeah, so he like kind of mentored me a little bit, trying to figure it all out. Then once I went from there, you it's kind of a lot of experimentation, and hopefully you get it right sometimes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even even when I was in high school, not too many kids had uh, a recording technology. It wasn't very popular, or just didn't want to get into it, or I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was like, around. and it was cost prohibitive too. Mm-hmm. Did you have anybody like want you to record their band? Yeah, yeah, that would happen too, and and I wanted to record other people's bands too. Um, when I got that recorder, the Tascam 488, like um, you know, I was friends with Matt Trahan and Ken Picklesheimer yeah. and Rob Musser. They had a band. Oh yeah, and it was yeah. called Acid Fly. So I, yeah. I, I'm like. I forget how it worked out. And then Vic Augustine, my other best friend, Vic Augustine, was instrumental in me like meeting Matt and those guys because he met he knew them through Rob Musser. Yeah. Because Vic was in New Water for he was a for a hot minute, yeah. just for a hot minute yeah. there. So then I, I, you know, we recorded the Acid Flight demo at Matt Trahan's house and. Lake Tomahawk. Yes. Ah, right down the road from uh, Josh yeah. and, uh, and Winfield. Lake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What year was that? Do you remember? That would have been like 92, 93. That would have been ni- actually 91. We was did. It? That was like the first thing I actually recorded for another band was that Acid Fly demo. Really? Yeah. Huh. Put some of that on. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was. And it was, they, they had, the songs were cool. And yeah, when that one fires up, I had a hard time picking which one too, you know? Oh, like, that's good then. That was probably a good, ex- a different experience for you to not have to think about playing. 
Yeah, you know. it was. Yeah. Did you like put, that? Yeah. yeah. I did like that. I liked that a lot. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, it was... We didn't have great microphones and this and that and the other, but we would... You know, it was fun enough to where I just kept wanting to go and go and go and try to make it sound a little better mm-hmm. and better and better. And this is... A, this. I mean, you know... I didn't do a great job, if I may say, but... Hey, you used what you had? And yeah, for an amateur with some, you know, thrown-together equipment, it's pretty cool. It's man. listenable, at least. Yeah. Then what, I rem- what year is uh, this? This would Did have been 91. 91. Yeah, 91. Okay. I remember looking at the cover recently... And I think that, like, um, then Matt duplicated all that. You know, Matt did all the artwork. He duplicated the cassettes and stuff. And I remember you could buy him an Underdog Records that was by Best Driving School on South Avenue or Southern Boulevard. I forget which, but back in the day, that's where that was. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. No. Huh. So, you, you're now, you've now exited high school. You've played, you've got some bands under your belt. You've got some recording experience. Did you go to YSU? I did. What did you go to school for? I started off as I was an art major, and then I changed about halfway through to telecommunications studies. So I did get audio and video production formally trained to a degree. But, you know, in those programs, you don't, like, learn how to record a band or anything like that. No. Yeah. No. So I just kept trying to learn what I could, when I could, and... Do you think the recording and music stuff that you had been doing influenced you to do that in school? To go in that direction? I knew. I just, at the same time, with music, I also loved video. I knew I just also loved video. I loved making video. I loved trying to edit video. So I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to do, telecom. It's audio and video. We'll see what happens. Uh, art, I, I adored doing, and um, and I did minor in studio art, but I just I started to think about, wow, what do I do, though, afterwards? Like, telecom, I might be able to get a job at a TV station sure, or something. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever work at a TV station? I did, like, right out of college. I did work at WFMJ, yeah, for oh, six yeah? years. What yeah. did you uh, do there? I was a TV director there. I would direct newscasts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So you would have the production switcher, you know, right there, and then the audio people, the producer behind you, and you would call the shots on the show. It was like, nerve-wracking. Yeah. I was, was going to say about like two hours of, two or three hours of pulling your hair out. Uh, luckily, the shows were only like 30 minutes or maybe an oh, hour. okay. But you're still nerve-wracking, man. Yeah. Just, boy, was there a I, lot of like prep time for that? You were supposed to get prep time, but quite often the producers would dump a big script on your table you're on your desk like five minutes before you were going on the air so you'd have to rifle through them and try to mark everything up and you you knew you were making mistakes and you knew you weren't looking at stuff good while you're doing it so you knew it wasn't going to be a smooth show and it wasn't your fault and that was so stressful oh man i'll have a nightmare tonight thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) so you you've you moved to Youngstown. Did yeah. you used to live right downtown? Yes, I did on West Federal, one of the buildings that aren't there anymore. And then I also lived in an apartment right on the west side for a while, too. So, yeah, like two times I lived in Youngstown. Yeah. Um, and when you were living, you lived there throughout the 90s, went to school, uh, and then. So, what was going on? Did you have a, a, a main 
musical act that you were a part of throughout that period or or did you continue to just kind of form and reform and and change up different acts throughout the that time it was like oh say so dissenter like right after we recorded and released that demo at my dear friend ed fleeson well he went off to the navy so that was done with dissenter okay. was done i tried to continue Is that all you got out was the two demos was the two demos okay. yeah okay. and we we actually like you know i found out later that we had an offer from i think it was osmos Productions, I might have that name wrong. They wanted us to record a album for it. Oh uh, yeah, and yeah, it's, couldn't do it. Just, I didn't find out until years later too. It's not like I could have. Huh. That's just how it went. So yeah. that was a French label. They wanted to like fly us there and record a record there. Damn it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we we. I, I wouldn't know you guys probably. I wouldn't even have met you guys. If no, that happened, no. The history happens. Whatever. The way it happens. It, uh, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So then, but then I tried to get that going with some guys I knew in college. It just wasn't the same. So then, you know, my one other best friend, Shane Wagner, he, him and Mark Petko and Alex Talco had a band, heavy, crunchy, moshing, mean ass sounding band. Well, they wanted me to record their recording. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. I recorded, that was the band Monolith. I recorded that for those guys. And then, you know, there were no vocals on it. And I'm like, well, I better put some vocals on here. And then so I did. I just wrote everything and put it on there and played it for those guys. And Shane was like, yeah, me and Alex knew. We all knew you were going to do that. So you're in the band now. And I'm like, oh, okay. Did you just like write the words and... Yeah, and yeah, just, just saying whatever I thought yeah. and just laid it on top. You know, I that, had their that tracks. That is very you. That is very you. That's awesome. Hey, when you hear it, you got to go with it. You <laughs> yeah, know? fuck it. I'm going to play uh, Monolith. All right, cool. That's um, the song Gone, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you got, when you got there... These tracks had no vocals, and they they had just intended to not have any vocals on them. I don't, apparently, all along they knew I was going to end up putting vocals okay. down. Okay. So, and I could be wrong there. I'll have to ask Shane when I talk to him next time. But but they had this, you know. So I recorded, and, and this recording was interesting. I mean, it's very dated sounding. Yeah. And listen, that kick, Jay. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say something about that kick. Nice and smacking. Oh yeah. So what that was, like, we wanted that Pantera Vulgar display of power yeah. kick and the Injustice for All kick. Well, you did a good job using your four track and probably yeah, what, Mike, eight or, track. or your eight, eight track, track, I mean, but, uh, Thank you. your, uh, Mike, you know, what you were, the equipment you had. No, and that was real hard to record because that was in Alex's um, mother's house basement. It was all concrete, so it was so reflective. Right. I couldn't get a punchy sound, so I had to do stuff like I had to use the ART to get, like, dial in a certain really fast reverb to get it to tap right in. Oh, okay. It was weird. Okay. But it kind of worked. So this is you singing? Yeah. And they're awesome. You're a criminally underrated vocalist, you know that? Oh, man, I don't know about that. You are. Thank you. you. You're always like, man, my vocals on this, or I didn't <laughs> want to put vocals. This is just a placeholder. I'm always like, dude, that's really fucking good, oh, man. man, thank you. So once they heard this, did you guys start playing out? Yeah, yeah. And so so this is Shane Wagner on guitar. Yeah, I already mentioned it. Alex Talco on bass, Mark Pecco on drums. We, we started playing shows, and we, we, this was a band we did a fair amount of shows with. Okay. You know, we, and we would travel, like, we'd, you know, to other places and do shows when we could. And um, there were a couple cool venues back in Youngstown, like JB's. We played there one time. I don't know if anyone remembers that. I, I mean, I, I've heard of it. Okay. Is it still there? I don't know. 
Is that on the South Side? I don't. I thought that was on. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay. It was on Glenwood or something. I could be wrong. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, I think this band we played the Penguin Pub. Um, the pub. What was the second pub? It was a pub down under. West oh. Pub West End. Oh, I'm sorry if I'm forgetting that everybody. They're going to be like what? A, what? A, what a, Pyatt Street. Down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we weren't in that right. in the I mean, area. I'm no, older, than, I'm older yeah, compared yeah. to you guys. I straight out of old. I am. <laughs> well, you keep our demographics up in the uh, 45 to 59 range. <laughs> every week I do, every week. <laughs> so, wait, there was no, uh, what's that place that everybody constantly talks about? The, the Naya Bing. Oh, yeah. So, Monolith like, was before Naya Bing. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. That's what I kind of figured. Yeah. Cedar, Cedars was there, though. Yes, Cedars was there, and, and we did play. Yeah, all all the venues that were there, we would play, and it was it was a lot of fun, and it was probably like maybe the most successful band I've probably was we had. You know, people would come to see it; they liked the. Sh- I mean, some people probably got real annoyed with us, but why? Yeah, well, that's because like hollering vocals and crunch. I don't. I don't know. I was probably being my inner critic was being a jerk. So if you're playing, say, at uh, Cedars, who else would you be kind of playing with? A band of similar Coin genre? Monster. We would have a lot of shows with okay. Coin Monster. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, John Reeder. I love calling him John. John, he's, you know, a good friend of the band. And yeah. We were a good friend of the Coin Monster band. All those guys. And, you know, we would get together and do a lot of shows, and that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, those guys are really nice. I, I met them a couple years ago at a Absolutely. Yes. And uh, we, be, me and John, like, became friends that day because of Andy Connor. <laughs> it was just awesome. like, you know Andy? I know Andy. Oh, he's such a nice guy. Come on. And then he had to borrow a bunch of guitar stuff. Oh, yeah. Him, I, I had to give him a hard that. time. <laughs> yeah, we played get... with them. We played with them at, at Pabst. The, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was like a, the first time they re- reunited mm-hmm. in a very, very long time or something like that. I See, they that show. That was cool. They forgot a guitar strap, a guitar cable, and then the bass guitar fell. A five-string bass fell out of the truck on the way, and they were, like, searching for all this stuff, like, Holy right shit. before. <laughs> well, it's like, I can help you with they, everything but the five-string. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> I remember you saying that. Now. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So what happened with uh, Monolith then? What happened with Monolith was like stuff happens. We had our little window. Yeah. But then like Shane, he moved up to Cleveland. Okay. So then we got um, my good friend Kevin Glass came and played guitar. And and then um, we changed the name to Phobos. Okay. So it was okay. kind of like Monolith, but it was, it was, we, you know, where it's like, this is enough of a different of a band sh- that we should change the name. Mm-hmm. So we, we changed it to Phobos and that was like similar songs. We started writing more, uh, maybe more psychedelic sounding. Like, yeah. I was probably a lot more influences were coming in that I liked a lot, like Cathedral and Helios Creed and Monster Magnet. Okay, but it was still kind of like you know this. It was still kind of metalish. I don't. I wouldn't call that metal though. I so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Were you kind of the main songwriter in Phobos? Yeah, yeah. I was. I wrote. Yeah. Okay. When it came to Phobos, I would write the songs. I know you and Shane worked together. Absolutely. A lot. And so Monolith. That was mostly Shane. Shane and Alex writing that okay. stuff. I would contribute riffs, and I did have a song or two. But for the most part, that was like Shane churning out those riffs and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are you, by the time this Phobos starts, 
have you started to drift away from those earlier influences of like you know obituary yeah yeah so and, and I think you can start hearing it in this but like you know I would start going to um, Purple Frog Records and, and hanging out with Al Simonis and he would you know I would play him stuff I recorded and be like that's cool man I really like that it sounds really good too man but he's like it's like it's a little heavy for me he's like I like it when you sing and it sounds drifty and I was like ooh I'm getting positive reinforcement and good feedback from like an older guy who like I respect so much I can't even put in the words so I would go home and I would try to write and that's when I started to really get into more of like you know like bands like Black Sabbath and Grand Funk and all you know a lot of the good classic rock but then also like the underground psychedelic stuff that was more hard to get a hold of but like Al would kindly make me tapes and give them to me and I'd study that stuff up Yeah. yeah Josh was always down to Purple Frog yeah, I spent a lot of time Purple Frog in my in high school. Yeah, get out of school and drive out there and. Do you have a good. Uh, uh, do you have a specific like good memory of doing that? Yeah, yeah. I w- I'd go and I I would be able to go by myself, sing and talk to him, or even if I went with friends, we'd just go and talk to him. I don't really have too many particular memories, except I do remember one time. He was. Uh, I do not remember how we got through the conversation, but he was talking about <laughs> the um. The reasons why he prefers smoking grass to drinking alcohol, and you know, and his example was, um, you know, if you're drinking, if I was if I was walking through the store, I might be like bumping into the stuff, but you know, if I'm smoking, I don't know. He just had a way of putting it that was different, and you know, and being young, you have no idea anything about smoking at all. So hearing a, a dude who owns a record store and everything, and he's still tell me just how he, you know, get home, get a little buzz and cut the grass and just do it. And I'm like, huh, people do that? Yeah, Al lived a life like that too. Like he like, yeah. He, I mean, I was like 16. I like yeah. just got my license and was going up and stocking up on my Pink Floyd records and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, he like, I didn't mean live a life like he, he overindulged in that. I mean like he would enjoy his, the it, nature. Yeah, I did you, man. The things like, simple things like mowing the lawn and stuff like that he was a very yeah and he became a huge influence on me and I started to really get in all that stuff and then he would play me his music mm-hmm. and I was like whoa I love this so much guess what I'm gonna try to imitate this yeah and I would write songs and I would bring them in and play them for him and he'd be like yeah that's pretty cool man eventually he started being like I really like this I really like then I was like oh I was so happy then then I started to like he um he was having a live band for one of he wanted to put together a record that had other musicians on it so we could have like a live band mm-hmm. so he would have me over and I was part of that um, I think what, what record that become Balloon Ride Balloon perhaps? Ride okay. yeah. yeah I played bass and did some vocals here and there that's you played on two of his albums I did I did yes but Balloon Ride's the one where you even sing on it yeah on the one track yeah okay yeah did so, he record that just in the shop? He recorded that at his farmhouse studio, and he had this really cool, you know, reel-to-reel quarter-inch machine, and 
all analog outboard gear and nice old stuff and old real pedals and old real amps and old real guitars. It was like going into a wonderland over there to do that. I mean, right. And just on top of that, him being such a lovely human being too, you know. It's probably quite the experience, you know, this guy like likes your music now and you finally, now you're getting to like play with him. Yeah, I he was. recording you at his studio. You got probably it, pretty. Man influential i would say yeah, yeah the, didn't aren't some of his psych records kind of collectors items yeah that guy is legitimately legendary in certain circles i'm pretty fucking sure yeah, josh got he, he it is. A, a yeah couple years ago right? yeah i got the box set online the other a couple yeah, years it was expensive, ago yeah. Wasn't it? yeah it kind of was yeah i went through the wrong uh sources to get it I like was digging around trying to find it when all I really had to do is probably search like hisname.com. Oh, yeah. You know, something like that and yeah. bought it probably direct from whoever. Didn't yours come him. from like Russia? Yeah, something? mine came, you know. Like a, mine was like a, you have to buy like a mail order bride plus a yeah, um, yeah. box house move, <laughs> box set. You're right, exactly. Her skeleton's still in the basement. But uh, she's <laughs> sorry. It's not really. It's not really. <laughs> yeah. It's in we the moved. attic. He's moved. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No, 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 no. Mail order bride. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Dead in, dead in Josh's old house. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. All right. There's no mail order bride. No, but there is a box set, and it's really good. That is cool. And it's cool seeing young pictures of Andy, knowing him now, and you see this thing and. And he talks about you, I think, in either that record or within yeah. the, within the book of the box that I he mentioned. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. It is, and very sadly, a few years ago, Al passed away. Yep, rest in peace. Yes, yes. So this guy has kind of instilled a psychedelic tinge in you, and that's very clearly, as I can hear, this piece of music. Okay. It's quite. Deviated from your earlier okay, works. Okay, okay, it's mean, interesting you can see that. But yeah, for sure. Um, so, are you at this point feeling that you're probably going to pursue that direction more and more and let go more and more of the, the harder death metal type stuff? Or, yes. Yeah. yeah? You've come to that conclusion by yeah. this point. Yeah, I remember real quickly, like, I just remember almost like, almost within like a year, I was like, just... I don't yeah. feel like that anymore. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't. And and I love that sort of thing. And then I had my own thing going. So I was trying to imitate Al. And my thing was called Magic Lantern. That was like the name of my project. Sorry to interrupt, Andy. But let's pause this interview and pick it back up on the next episode of Album the Podcast, where we discuss Magic Lantern and the other musical ventures in the life of Andy Conrad. <laughs> Stick around and we'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Winfield here. I'm just uh, taking a step into Timmy and Tommy Tires here. They gave me a coupon for a free tire rotation. And uh, because uh, they're sponsors of the podcast of, that I'm in, and uh, I'm just gonna go in here and see how these boys are doing. Just check in on them. Hey there, how's it going? Oh, hey there, Winfield. What's going on, man? Oh, just came in to redeem this uh, tire rotation coupon. Oh, good, good. Thank. We appreciate you coming in. We appreciate you being 
you know, having us on your show. Oh, no, thank you. I, I appreciate all the, the sponsorship that you, you provide us. Uh, say, where's your man, brother? Man, man. Oh, he's out He's out in the back. One second. Tell me, get your ass out here! He'll be out here in just two seconds. I mean, I, I really appreciate you coming in. We don't see your face around here too, too well, much. No, you know, it's a little bit out of my way, but I figured, what what the hey, a free tire rotation is worth the get a burrito drive. right across All the street. Right, That's true. All right, just that on up there, and I'll, and I'll be right back to I'll pull in your car right now. Okay, hey, there's Oh, there's hey, Tommy. guys, how's it going? Hey, Tommy, hey, how's Tommy. it going, bud? What, what are you doing here? Oh, just came to redeem. <laughs> As I said <laughs> earlier, just came in to redeem this coupon. Well, I was in the back. I can't hear what's going on I, I, with all those me- mechanic machines, and I don't know which. That's going true. On. There is a lot yeah, of they're noise. Pull, they're pulling the car out right back in. Yeah, yeah well, Craig. Craig. Cousin Craig. Back Cousin Craig. He, Cousin Craig. He'll, be, he'll have your car pulled up and just lick at his feet. That's great. How's his dad, your uncle? Uh, Terry. Uh, Terry. Terry. Yeah. I'd rather. We, uh, we don't want to talk about yeah, Terry. He's tire. in a little trouble with not on, Oh, really? Not on yeah. air. Not oh, on air. no. That sounds terrible. Well, anyway, you know, I, I again, I really appreciate your guys uh, being a sponsor of our, our podcast, and I hope you guys, you know, enjoy the podcast if you've ever listened to it. Uh, I, I think my niece told me about it once. She she said it was funny. Are you guys the dude? You you have a young little girl that with that has like a side ponytail. And she did, is that your guys? <laughs> No? Uh, oh. I remember she said something about you guys eating cake on the air. <laughs> yeah, thought, we did do that. I thought, well, that's where we're, we're, we're sponsoring those guys. Yeah. All right. But I will say yeah. that since uh, we've been on the show that the sales have gone up. Really? And, uh, man, these tires are flying off the shelf back. Yep. Wow. And, you know, Great. we do put your music on in the back. You know, oh. old Craig, he's always asking if he can listen to it. And nice. we're always like, dude, nice. listen to whatever you want. He likes yeah. that hard rock, man. He likes ACDC. Have you ever heard Motley Crue, man? ZZ Top, man. He gets a little rock and oh, back. Man, Sometimes. Uh, all that stuff. Huh. Well, that's great. Um, you know, I'm going to pop over and get a burrita over at Pile oh, yeah. of Rocho, So, oh, man, yeah. uh, how long do you think this is going to take? Oh, uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Hey, Craig, how long do you think this going to take? <laughs> Damn it, Craig! Oh, he said about 10 more minutes. So you oh, probably got it. I've got plenty of you time. you got plenty of time. To yeah, they're, they're real quick over there. Run over there. Hey, tell them we sent you that, that the spokesman over there. He's real nice. Yeah. Feller. Yeah, Feller's, Feller's he comes a cool over dude. Here all Feller Rocha. I love, I love Feller. He don't have a car, but we got the pop machine here that has that cutting bridge stuff. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Who doesn't? I know. Uh, any, any last word from you guys before I head over well, there? Well, we just want to say real quick, you know, we're going to be expanding the business. Within the next few weeks, we're going to be opening up an old beater shop out back. Yeah, if you need one of those winter beaters to get from point A to point B, you come see Timmy and Tom. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have cars from as old as shit to new as hell. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to expand that business out back. It's going to be booming. Yep, Craig's beaters. We're we're letting our cousin take over this one. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. He probably uh, needs that to pay for the legal fees for Terry. So Right. Well, if you know anybody that needs a tie, or need some rotated. We got every kind of tire there is because, you know, if it ain't round, we didn't got it. it. <laughs> All right. See, See you, you guys. Bye. Come back. Thanks. About five minutes.
<laughs> All right, we're back with Album the Podcast. All right, man, we're getting pretty good. You guys are getting good at these bumpers. Yeah, thanks. good job. Oh, thanks. The music really helps. Yeah. This fit, I love this song. Yeah, this is nice. I wasn't expecting it from the intro. This does have a Genesis vibe, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. What would the game be, Winfield? Man, it's a platformer yes, for it sure. Is. Yeah. It's very colorful. What's the lead character? Man, it doesn't have a it has a it has like a plock feel, but I don't, I know that's not a, a Genesis game. Uh, I was gonna say the lead character is a silver ball. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can fine. see that. Yeah. yeah, and you just roll. Yeah, it's Actually, called could... roll them down. Roll them down. Roll them yeah. down. Hi ho, silver. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, <clears throat> electric pop ad lib. I love it. A five electric ad-lib. pop ad lib. Whoa. All right, well, guys, segment cool. two. Segment, segment two. two, but but before last week we had a last <laughs> week <laughs> nice or uh, last episode we had a good time with the Sabbath game, so I, oh, okay. I did a couple more cuts, and I uh, you guys want to play again? Yes, Andy, yeah. you want to play too? I do want to play. Cool. So it's um, it seems that it's just you just shout the answer out. Yeah, and that's how you. Uh, Here's how I say: if you if you mess up. Everybody has to. You can't say it again. Everybody has to have another. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. okay. So if you guess, that's wrong. a rule. Because I last week, remember when I was like, ah, I stole that off you because I don't even know. Like that rule didn't exist, but in my head it was like, but that should be a rule. Yeah, you know I what knew, I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Rule number one. I'm writing this down on my okay. album, the podcast notepad. Okay. R- rule number r- one. The rule book of album, the podcast. If you get it wrong, so one guess. You get one guess. Everybody else has to have a guess before you get another guess. Okay. So if you guess it wrong, then Josh and Andy get a guess before you get another guess. Yes. That's yes. cool. Gotcha. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I mean, okay. you're writing all that down? Um, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> That's a lot to write. Jeez. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah, there it is. There it is. It's all written down. <laughs> okay. Good so job. Good job. Let's just get right into this thing. Okay. All right. Got to open my mind. Open your mind. I'm trying to figure out what you're on. I got three of them here. Okay. And then then a lightning round if we get to that. So, ready? Yeah. Oh, let me make sure it's turned up. So, if we all tie somehow? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Got the volume again? Yep. (laughs) Ready? Again, same clip. Ooh, that's a tasty note. Okay, you got a guess? I know what album it's off of. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, who's gonna I, guess I, first? I, I'm gonna guess it. Yeah. Um, over to you. That's correct. Damn oh it! I knew it. Was oh that my your good guess? Job, I was Josh. Gonna, I was gonna say Junior's eyes. <laughs> Can I play the other clips for over to yes, you? Yes, please. Motherfuck. I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs off that album. Yeah. Clip three. Oh, that would have given it away. Yeah. Clip four. Four clips. Oh, yeah. Last ep- last time. There's would a- you have gotten that one, no, Andy? No, no. You don't like that album. What record is that? That's Never Say Die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that I dislike it. I just don't really listen to that one. Yeah. Yeah. I should have given it a go. Good job, Josh. I'm Thanks. Yeah. All right. That I got will. my I will. That got my heart. I mean, pumping. it's got some poop, but yeah. well, sure. It's got some great Don't stuff. we all? 
Damn, good job, Josh. Thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks. Sorry, Josh. I'll turn that up for you. Oh. Okay. Here's the next one. <laughs> they hate it when you do this. It drives them crazy. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes, sir. Here we go. Whoa. I was I was clicking my pen there. So. I think I know. Okay, I'm I'm gonna play it one more. Yeah, let's or you want to guess? No, no, I don't want okay. to. Not yet. Oh wait. <sighs> okay. Wow, that's, that's not that's, the right. Note. That's not much. Okay. That's not much. I can move on whenever you guys are ready. I got another clip. Mm. Give me another clip. You want another clip, Josh? I think I got it. I just don't want to say it and ruin my. I mean, you want me to play that first one again? No. Yeah. Okay. Play the second one. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Who's guessing? Yeah. I'll let you go for it if you if you think you got it. Is it Lord of this World? Yeah, you are correct. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's it. Did you I, have that one? Yeah, yeah, I did. Good job, man. Well, thanks. Everyone knew it. Everyone I, knew I, it. I, I knew it. Well, not... I, <laughs> I knew it after that clip. Yeah. That bow. Yeah. I, I had a feeling it was off of Master of Reality, but I wasn't real sure what it was yet. Here's the uh, other clip I had. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a dead fourth away. God, oh, that would have been so. And then fifth clip I, I got of this one. Come, my lady, come. <laughs> <laughs> Just, all right. Just let that play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Okay. Cool. Next Ooh. one. One, one. Well, okay, here we go. Okay. Maybe we'll do the other one, too. This is fun. Okay. Okay, I have a preliminary oh. thought. Yeah. Ready? I have to play, play this song in my head, though. Okay. Wow, I'm doing bad this one. I thought Winfield, this would have been like... Really? Mm-hmm. Um... I can move to second clip if whenever you guys are okay. Um, I, I, I'm in. Ready. I'm in. I want second clip, Josh. Go. For, you can. You can hit it. But I may. I may yell it out if I. If I yeah. No. If you got it. You got it. Mm. Um. Thrill of it all. Correct. Damn. Yeah. Sabotage. So okay, good, I man. Knew. Oh yeah. I know. That's one of my favorite songs too. I like this clip a lot. I, I thought that was a joke for a second, but then I was like, no, yeah. I remember there was the beat. <sighs> Third clip of that. Oh, that's a, that would have helped. Fourth. Yeah. Oh, oh that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Damn. Well, let's, Josh, do the, uh, let's do the last one, too. All right, let's do it. So two, Josh, one, Andy. Yeah. Winfield coming in with a zero. Yeah. Okay, I'm, so I'm, I'm, so this on. is a lightning run. This, okay. Yeah. Yeah, this one I only got two clips of. Okay. All okay. right. All right. But she got me on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's for, for serious business here, right here. Oof. Ready? Wow, dude. Do you know it? I'm going to play the second clip. You know it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I do, too. Winfield, you know it? I don't. Oh, you guys want another clip of it? I think I know it. How about you, Joshua? I, I want to. Yeah. yeah. You want to say it at no, the same time? It. Yes. Okay. One. Uh, we'll. I'll say after three. We'll say it <laughs> okay. at the same time. Okay. One, two, three. The, the wizard. wizard. Correct. 
I got my ass kicked on Black Sabbath trivia. Wow. That does surprise me. Yeah. yeah. My ears, maybe my ears are just off or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Uh, yeah. 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 You know. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So good. That was good. Yeah, I like that part. That's a good one. So we're yeah. gonna do a song. Okay. Yeah. Seg- okay. Yep. Back to segment. Two. Back to segment two. All right. We got Andy with us, and um, we're gonna kind of stick with the theme as last the last episode where yeah. we're, we're gonna listen to a really popular band and find out from the from a particular era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From the new metal from, era. I guess the new <laughs> metal yeah. era. Yeah. A band that I remember. Very much when they were around. I remember people having their CD and uh-huh. not much and in being into that kind of music mm-hmm. when it was around. But they were very popular and stayed popular for a bit. And now the singer is attempting to stay popular. Yeah. I don't think very successfully, but... No, no. It's because he changed his outfit. Yeah. He finally changed his outfit. And people he, are like, who is this who's guy? Who's this guy? Where, he's not, he doesn't have a backwards baseball cap. No, for a black t-shirt and tan pants. And tan pants. If you don't know who we're talking about by saying that... It's Fred Durst. Of the Limp Biscuits. The Durst. Oh, the Durst. This guy's the Durst. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And no, none good. of us have ever owned any of their we have not fine no. catalog selection. No. no, I have never owned a Limp Bizkit. And I don't know if I can even identify a song. So this is going to be fun. Wow. The, the, go ahead. The big hit was a cover. The biggest hit, I'm pretty sure, was a cover. Right. The the gotta have faith. Uh, I thought they had a pretty big hit with that. Did it all for the oh, nookie. Oh, you're right. Oh, okay, okay. So are we going off the first album? Yeah. Okay. Is the nookie off the first album? It's the second album. I'm going to be totally like open-minded. Yeah. To no, us. you got to try. Yeah. You got to try. Yeah. The yeah. point is to like find new music to listen to yeah. when you get home. Yeah. And I try. Yeah. And I like I like the thought of it's a super popular band. Why? Why did so many people like There's got to be something there, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, we all know why. Because <laughs> yeah. he wore his hat backwards? That's what it right. is. So. <laughs> all right, I'm going to just... Uh, I guess I'll just shuffle it. And if it well, comes up on Faith, I would, I'll skip it. Well, we, with Corn last uh, episode, we picked, we picked a cool title. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, we, we should did. pick a cool title. Yeah, what, that, read us some titles. Please. I like that. I like that yeah. intro. No. Oh, I think it, it turned off. Oh, okay. Dang the, it. the Rico machine turned off. <laughs> <laughs> I got that from Uncle Rick. I, I kind of okay. assumed that once you call uh, it the Rico machine. <laughs> <laughs> Pollution. Eh. Counterfeit. Eh. Stuck. Eh. Nobody loves me. Jesus, I mean, dude. He's getting stuck. At least trying. Yeah. Uh, sour. <sighs> Stalemate. <sighs> Clunk. Come on. Stink finger. Oh, that's. <laughs> I kind of want to go with <laughs> Mate, stink Okay. Indigo flow. That's that might that's, be that's irritating. And then um, predictable. Old. That's about. It. There's a demo version of a song after <laughs> so, that. So. I think it doesn't have to. It probably is the uh, poo stink finger. Stink finger. <laughs> Turd. Yeah, every song. Yeah. Clunk, clunk, bonk. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Open mind. Open yeah. mind. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe those song titles were appropriate for the uh, subject matter I of think the lyrics. That era, like a lot of like one word titles was a popular thing too. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like people uh, back in like 1997 were like really, really lazy mentally. That's what I've always gotten the impression of. The 90s were kind of just like... <laughs> we're just really, I mean, I was a kid. We're just really relaxed around <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, it was just real relaxed. And, you know, lots of fair. Whatever, man. You know? Was it like that, Andy? Not really. Not really. Not really. All right. Everyone's all cranked up, actually. No, but, like, there was, a, there was a trend where, like, you know, it's like there weren't really guitar solos in a lot of songs, and, like, the songs would, like, be called, like, Belt or something like oh, that. Geez. So, yeah, there is some of what you're talking about, but... Fair. Belt. It could be interpreted Winfield's way, I believe. <laughs> well, let's get into this stink so, finger. Yeah, let's take a listen what, to the what, sweet gem. What year did this album sweet come out? Uh, this album came out in 1997. Okay. Whoa, that's <laughs> yeah. so weird. That is because weird. I had no idea, they and yet so mm, somehow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Ready? Stink finger by Fred Durst. Josh, you might want to look up some lyrics, but they're gonna be cool. It's getting ready to rock. That's like some early Pro Tools production, big time. I don't like his whining. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Is that a banjo? Oh boy. I don't know what that is. I mean, I like that heavy distorted vocal. Uh, yeah. I like the one thing. I want to hear how he's going to say this next line. Yo, Jay, drop that one down. Yikes. What do you think about that bass tone? I don't like it, if I have to be honest. How about you, Josh? He's kind of, I mean, it's crunchy. It's crunchy, it's, it sounds like, I, I, I don't know. You know the guitar player for this band, Wes Borland, was considered good. Right, he dressed silly. He did dress silly. <laughs> There's just like not much to this. I was I was hoping it for it to be goofier. Yeah, it's just kind of right of the time, maybe of the era. Maybe we should have picked Clunk. Maybe. maybe. Let's see what Clunk sounds yeah. like. I don't care. I'm aborting yeah. this song. Yeah. Yeah, it's too. Dude, they're ripping off Rage Against the Machine right there. Well, let's see when it kicks in. Clunk. He's smashing beer cans on his head. Clunk. Oh, there's a little. Whoa. All right. Yeah, you were right. What? They were like just trying to rage against the machine. They were trying to target that as much as they could. Like trying to ride on that. For sure. But with less interesting vocal patterns. Yeah, and, and not as interesting of guitar work. Not not even close. I suppose it's serviceable, but I could see why people would like this. Yes. Uh, because it's dumb. 
There's a lot of whispering in this stuff. Yeah. There is a lot of yeah. whispering was got really popular. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah, their faces look really intense when they're whispering. <laughs> But remember my brother was doing the rap, whatever the fuck that was. What was that stuff? Yeah, he did like rap Churchill. Yeah, or yeah, it was. yeah, powerhouse. Yeah, powerhouse. powerhouse. Yeah. But that was a little bit before this. Yeah. yeah. So there was obviously a lot of. I kind of like the production. I kind of don't. How about you guys? Yeah. I think it's like what you said. It's very Pro Tools sounding. Like it has yeah. a very. Uh, it's got a lot. Of, it's got an amateurism to it that kind of does too. That's almost endearing, but okay. at the same time, it's almost like, hmm. They made a lot of bad decisions too. You know what I mean? Just. I feel like um, production-wise, when certain things come in, they will be like really loud and then yeah. they'll fade around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's really boring. Whoa, low bass hit. Oh, wow. Like the guitars aren't substantial enough to, you know, you, like you're talking not. about Winfield. It's They're not. Yeah, they're highlighting in weird ways that I'm just like, why did you do that? Um, I just wanted to say, we forgot to mention this, that this album is called Three Dollar Bill, y'all. Oh, yeah. Three Dollar Bill, y'all. With a money sign at the end of it. Ooh. And I feel the cover looks like a big poopy penis. A big Poopy penis? I think so. It looks oh, like... Kind of oh, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that cover. See, okay. I thought... The first Yikes. album was Significant Other that oh. I'm looking on the Spotify right now. Okay, yeah. No, 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 yeah. Yikes. Yeah, yikes. So does this album has faith, have, have yeah. faith on it? No, yeah. it does. I don't want to hear it. No. No, I'm not putting that okay, thing Okay, good. I, after this... I'd rather I'm, hear the George I'm Michaels. done. Yeah. I'm done with Limp Bizkit after this. Yeah, I, yeah now I've I know. heard enough. Yeah. Man. It just seems to me that there were uh, like plenty of other bands. If you're into that sort of thing, that yeah, did, they, they, it did it better. Yeah, yeah. But he wore his hat backwards, and like he was kind of an MTV darling kind of. Uh, a yeah, he was. Yeah, the, I don't the, know why, but cool goatee, backwards hat. Yeah, because it's accessible. Because he was yeah. already had his hat backwards. <laughs> he was already portraying this archetype of a character that already existed. Well, I don't want to yeah. get too into it. You know what it sounds like <laughs> to me? The song's over and the faith almost started. You know what? It, it sounds like to me, a lot of guys around this time were really into two things. They were really into like... Backwards hats. Backwards hats and goatees. No, I mean, more or less. They were into some... They were into... To, they, they got into a little gangster rap. Yeah. And yeah. They, and they got into a little Pantera. Yeah, huh. and, and that's what these guys were doing. Okay, I could see that. I could they see were, that they were real into Pantera and real into NWA. <laughs> right. 
And they're like, well, what if we, like, played Pantera riffs, but, like, some guy was doing, uh, like, N.W.A. rapping underneath of it. White, white boy gangster rap. And then we, we had somebody scratching underneath yeah. it, too. Yeah. Carl has a set of record players he could scratch up it, it, old dad records. But that's what it sounds like. It yeah. sounds like the marriage of these two things, you know, I mean, whatever if you like pantera if you like the nwa that's fine they're perfectly fine legitimate things to enjoy but somewhere along the way the marriage of these two things create an entire genre an era that i just don't it's eh. kind of buttsy it is a little buddy it is yeah (laughs) well i think it's but again it's that art like i was saying earlier the reason i didn't like limp is because fred durst reminded me of a bunch of fucking Chuds that I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Even before yeah. that existed, even before yeah. Fred Durst came along. So like right? you knew that guy. Yeah. yeah. I always just try to ignore that part of it for some reason. Yeah. But, you know, well, whatever. Like the well, personality of the guy. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, okay, I can tell. I, yeah, I don't yeah, but like it. It forms the music, <laughs> I man. Know, I know. I'm not defending. Look, right. you can I'm tell, not. But here's the thing, <laughs> and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, Andy. But wasn't there like, like in the late '80s and early '90s, there was this whole movement of like, bad kids, Bert Simpson, problem child. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, know that yeah. snot rag boy yeah. kid thing. Well, that's this guy. Yeah, personified. Yeah, I mean, he just grew up and became that guy. Yeah, like, I can see hey, what's that up? Too. It's like, it's like, okay. Yeah, I got, I got after school, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, detention eat my, again. Eat, eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. <laughs> like, but, but there was a lot of that, and I just always thought that stuff kind of sucked. Right. Yeah. Where are those guys from? Limp Bizkit. I don't know. I suspect they're California. I'm not going to use any more brain power on looking no. up. Let's not. Yeah. You don't need, what do you need they're to They're probably know? from yeah. Connecticut or something. Probably. I think that we should um, let Andy pick our last song on the, the, the Rico board over here. Okay. And uh, get out of this place. Let's get out of here. Let's go. We had, right, a, let's we had a great time. Yeah. 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 Thank you so time. much for having me, man. Thanks, oh, man. Men's. Men's. <laughs> no, I had a really good time. And was yeah, great. I was. Yep. And, uh, uh, can I give a quick shout out? Shout out. I want to give a shout out to my to my bro at Purple Cat. His name is Uriah Templeton. All right. And he is a DJ at Golden String Radio. Awesome. Yeah, he plays cool music. You can listen to him. He's on during the day, goldenstringradio.org. And uh, yeah, I just had to give a shout out. Hey, Uriah, you're sweet, dude. Hey, cool, Uriah. Oh, hey, right. Uriah. Is there anything else you want to plug? Not that, I, not that I can really think. I no. We can always add it in post. Yeah, so we got post. If you can think of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give yeah. us a call. We'll edit it in right here. Okay. okay. And there we go. Right, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Thanks, Andy. Well, Andy, uh, what um, <laughs> what happened? Oh no, <laughs> the Andy turns turned well, Andy, what uh, really number are you going to pick? What number are you going to pick? Uh, you know what? C3 on my Jupiter 6. It's one of my favorite patches. Oh, boy. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> that oh. doesn't sound good. C3. C3. All right. Well, guys, we'll see you around. Sounds see you in uh, season two, episode six. Oh, yeah. Oh. Good pick, Andy. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. Damn, that is sexy. I can go for a tasty drink. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.
Hey everybody, Andy Conrad here. The upcoming song is called Angel of Light, featuring Shane Wagner and myself. The band is Mesa Cloverleaf Bridge. Thank you very much and hope you enjoy. Soul in the 